Tommy, take it away. <gasps> wow, everybody. Welcome to Craft Heads Podcast, episode 99. This is the second episode in a row that uh, Alex and I have done a, I guess this is a a, cat, a webcast podcast? How-ish? It's a remote podcast. It's a remote podcast. We're recording from our respective homes, and we have a guest tonight that we will tell you about as he's nodding to me on our FaceTime call. And um, this is a podcast where my best friend of 20 years and I have a craft drink, craft cocktail, craft food item sometimes, drink it, talk about it on air. And uh, then we have a normal topic for you guys to hear us also chat about. Beautiful. Beautiful intro, Tommy. Thank you. Here's the order order of operations. I'm flustered. Ready? This is bad. We're, we're going to let um, this guest introduce himself. He has been on episodes uh, 48 and 63. We are going to talk about our drinks, and then I will reveal to both of you what the, top, the full topic is. Tommy, you know a, a part of it. But okay. uh, neither of you know both parts. So, guest, welcome back. <laughs> Thanks a lot for having me, guys. Um, so, am I supposed to say who I am now? Hell no. yeah. Just let everybody guess. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go through the whole episode and not introduce myself. Yeah. And we'll just see if anybody can guess based on my voice. This is Jake Kurtz. Uh, I've known these dudes since the high school days, back since Tommy lived up in Pennsylvania. Um, Tommy said they've been best friends for 20 years. I'm probably in like the 17, 18 year ballpark. Yep. These guys knew each other like a little bit earlier than I got to know them, but I'm not shortly, uh, I'm not too far after that. So um, friend of these guys for over a decade now, and I live down in Tampa now and I keep in touch with these dudes remotely all the time. And I've been on two other craft heads episodes before and I'm excited to be back. Yeah. Oddly enough, I think we've talked about this before, but I moved to Tampa when I was in seventh grade. So Alex and I only knew each other for four years. Kurt, you and I, like two or three years. And then I moved to Tampa for 14 straight years. Or I guess in your case, I moved there for 10 years. And then Kurtz followed me down. And then I moved up to Georgia back to be with yeah. Alex. It's just – yeah. Sooner or later, we're going to all end up in the same state at the same time, and it's going to be Yeah, great. you never know. It, it, who knows what the future holds? That's that's a, an interesting story that we all have. But, Tommy, um, yeah, and, and for all of our listeners, so we have been – we had that last episode, which was remote, um, on Resident Evil 3 with my brother. We all had random drinks. This is right now, whenever Tommy and I are not in person, it's a BYOB podcast. <laughs> so what do you guys have? I'll go last. Kurt, kick it off. off. Yeah. So I have a pretty dark beer here. Um, you guys can see it on the screen, but it's uh, Cycle Brewing in St. Petersburg. Mm. And this one specifically is called Cream and Sugar, Please. Oof. And it has lactose and coffee in it. Oh. That sounds fantastic. It's I delicious. Would, hey, big question. What's the ABV? You have any idea? Uh, it's probably up in the seven ballpark, six, seven, somewhere like that. So it tastes like a strong yeah. lactose, like a stout. It's like probably. a stout porter type taste with with a little hint of sweetness and a little hint of coffee flavor. So it's perfect for me. And you're drinking you're drinking coffee at eight thirty. I would be dead. Oh, I could I could drink an actual like cold brew and go to bed like right That's afterwards. Insane. Yeah. You know what, Tommy? The reason I was up and texting you so late last night about episode 100 of Craft Heads was because I drank coffee real late 
and I, and, and I went for a run and everything else. So I was feeling great and my juices were flowing. So I, that is definitely what happens. Quick, for me. quick impromptu question for you boys. Um, I've been noticed. So since I've been working from home during the COVID mania, uh, I've been drinking a decent bit of coffee because I, I am, in, I inevitably go to Starbucks with Claire almost every day. And we, uh-huh. that's like our get out of the house moment. Um, yeah, right. right. But I smell coffee in my piss yeah. every time. Welcome to coffee. Tommy. Okay. <laughs> yes, coffee piss is unequivocally a thing. Yeah. So, and, I mean, and I had asparagus for lunch, so I had an asparagus coffee Ooh, piss. <laughs> extra stinky pee. That's that's a lot. I love yeah. it. I don't know how much water you drink, Tom, but that kind of helps with that smell uh-huh. if you don't like it. Like, God, I, I used tons to, of water I was good and... for, like, in the beginning of COVID, I was like, I knew I needed to be hydrating. And this past, like, week or two, I've been really bad, and I've been drinking a lot more, too, so. Hey, um, helping that is subjective. I personally <laughs> love the smell of coffee piss, and I do not want to mitigate it at all. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of good. I, I don't mind it. I, I don't like asparagus piss, but I like coffee piss. Yeah, I like them both. Tommy, what are you drinking? Nar water. Oh, okay. So he's. This is the official first episode of Craft Heads where we're drinking Nar water, which is the Monday night brewing uh, seltzer that Tommy. You talked about it last episode. I think I right? did. Tommy? Yeah, I said yeah. that we were gonna start. We were gonna bring it on sooner or later. I'm doing it now, uh, Kurtz. This is from Atlanta. It's a seltzer that they brew in Atlanta. About uh, 4.7% alcohol, and it's mango guava. Nice. Yeah, I'm a big fan of. It, we are oh, so Jesus. we're we're going we're going downhill quickly. Especially mine's almost gone already. Uh, I have a confession to make. I'm I'm already drunk. Uh, oh, okay. I was I was when I texted Kurtz to join us. I was like, hey, we're about to do a CHP and it's remote. Like, why wouldn't I ask you? Right. And uh, so tonight. We, Tara wanted to get a thing of ciders for her birthday, which was last week. And uh, usually we like the variety packs from Angry Orchard. You know, we love the crisp or the easy apple spitter because it's a lot less sugar. Yeah, those like, are great. I can, dude, I can't stand drinking a sweet cider. I like dry ciders. But here's the thing. So I looked at this. We got a, it was a 12 pack of Angry Orchard crisp apple. It's like their standard thing. And it tastes very good, but one bottle is 20 grams of sugar. And it's like, Mm. fuck me. Like, it's horrible, right? So, you know, Kurtz is shaking his head over here. He's like, he's like ashamed of me. Here, here's where I make it better. I'm like, if I'm going to have 20 grams of sugar, I at least want to get like double the impact. So what I started doing is I literally funnel a shot of spiced rum (laughs) into it. This is such a swarmy move. It's amazing. Yeah. So you're getting you're the getting, most bang for your buck right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, if I'm going to put 20 grams of sugar into me, and I and this is my, uh, I had a couple other drinks too, actually, but this is my second of this. And when you add a shot of spice rum, it's like two drinks for 20 grams of sugar. And it's like, all right, that's still not a good deal, but dude, it works. Um, I, I'm not going to say don't try this at home. I'm going to say try <laughs> this at home. And uh, cheers, you guys. Cheers. cheers. Uh, you know, it's funny, Al. I uh, I went into my fridge for dinner tonight, and there was a random ginger ale sitting in there. I don't. I Oof. actually don't know how it got there, but I love ginger ale, and I haven't had it for so long, and I haven't had soda for so long. Obviously, because of what we're talking about, I yeah. got through that can, and I just turned it around, and I was like, I think ginger ale has less sugar than like Coke products, and I looked, and I was like, 
No, it's like 72% of your daily value. Yeah, exactly. It, it Of any soda that I would be willing to drink, a ginger ale is satisfying every once in a blue moon, but mm-hmm. just fuck all that noise. Like, I, I think alcohol is literally healthier, for the record. Mm-hmm. But No, I think so, too. On, yeah, I, I, I think any thinking person would agree that sugar is just poison. But um, anyways. But so is alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I know. But only 5% of it compared to like what, like half the drink, the half the soda is sugar. So that's yeah. why I had to add more alcohol to balance it out. Mm-hmm. So the topic, and, and this is, it's it's funny because we actually had a lot of, uh, of struggles getting this together and this will all play into it. So Tommy knows half of it. I have, I, I almost want to go along like a rant about phone calls. Let me real quick add a little of extra context. I really don't like having phone calls that could be a text. <laughs> and I guess there are there are a couple exceptions. There are there's the exception of a family and extremely close friends, or even I'll say people you deal like not deal with people that you communicate with on a, on a daily basis. So, for example, obviously Tara and I live with James and John. Like, if it's just, like, a household question, oh, do we need ground beef or whatever, like, yeah, call me. You're at the grocery store. That also feeds into it being time-sensitive. So if it's time-sensitive or uh, family and fr- uh, close friends and then, obviously, emergencies, phone calls are an absolute necessity. But there have been recent times whenever I have had to get on get on the phone and it drives me nuts because I'm like, that didn't need to be a phone call. The same way... That a lot of times in the white collar working world, you go into a meeting, it, it, let's say uh, pre-COVID, whenever meetings were actually a thing, and you're like, that didn't need to be a meeting. That should have been an email. So this conversation is two parts, and I want to hear all you guys' thoughts on this. It's the phone call versus texting versus any other alternatives, and then something else that I am going to call this is self-coined. I don't know if anybody else has said it. If somebody else has, fuck you. The Zoom boom. Ooh. Uh-oh. Okay? So, and and Tommy, I, I already know for a fact that at least Claire's family does this. I don't know about yours. Oh, yeah, this they do. Whole, this whole thing with, oh, we need to get on Zoom. Oh, my God, am I being a hipster about it. I fucking hate it. It's weird because I I almost uh, I think I just hate trends and fads. Period. I am when it comes you're to you're anti stuff, trendy. I'm I'm going to say that. So <laughs> I can't stand how Zoom has just oh we got to get on these things. And I'm like, did you not care about your family prior to this? Yeah. <laughs> like, why is it popular now? So take the mic away from me okay. before I get too upset about this. And, Talk and to cr- me about phone calls and Zoom. Kurtz, I, I have many things to say, but if you have any immediate thoughts, please download us. Yeah, so so I'm glad that Alex clarified the whole phone call hatred thing because he and I literally talked on the phone earlier today for like 45 minutes and I was like, oh shit, like I hope I didn't piss him <laughs> off and make him rant about this. Kurtz, <laughs> the whole point is if it's a, a call to chat, I love that. There is no su- There is no electronic substitution for that. My biggest problem is something that should or could have been a text. Your phone call this morning, you literally said, I just wanted to talk. I'll talk to you for three hours. 
that's not my issue. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll, I love talking to friends on the phone. It's, it's stuff that like, we don't need to talk about this. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm a hundred percent with you because I think that's half the reason that I left the, the corporate world to start my own thing was so that I could have control over when I have my <laughs> meetings, how I have my meetings, you know, when I can put something in an email versus when I actually do have to meet about it. So I 100% understand that part. I think during this crazy coronavirus thing, I think people are just almost having a reality check that people close to them could easily die if something happens. And I think that's just making people kind of almost like play it safe and talk to their families more often. And I think honestly, like that's just the chatter out in the world right now is like, you know, hold your loved ones close, like keep people close to you, make sure you're always keeping in touch. So it's almost just making people more aware of it. So I don't have an issue with that part of it, but I do think it's stupid that uh, like everybody right now has to, I don't know why it has to be Zoom either. Like everybody has to get on Zoom right now. We are on FaceTime. Oh yeah. (laughs) I keep telling people that you can have group FaceTimes. Why are we on Zoom? Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Yeah, and I think, like, Ke- like Kelly and I have been Zooming with her family every once in a while, and I think a lot of it, with us personally, is because we were going to go up there and visit them in South Carolina recently. Same with and us. Then, and then once this happened, we obviously couldn't cross state lines, and we were like, well, we still want to see them and talk to them and, like, feel like we're hanging out with them. And I think for me and for Kelly and, you know, for our side of things, I think it's more of just, like, we're more aware of Zoom and, like, that being an option. So that's why we do it. And I'm with you. Like, I hate the trendy side of it. But uh, I think naturally when you're more aware of something, you just are more likely to do it. And like holidays are, are a very, very good exception. You know, for example, at Easter, we we had a, a big call with like Tara's family. And it's like, okay, I this to me, because I, I like worship logic. I'm like, all right, a lot of those people up north, they get together yeah. for Easter. Now, obviously we can't, but... That's that's really that makes a lot of sense. We all get together, we have this call, we talk and everything. But it's just like, oh, it's somebody's birthday. Oh, um, so and so is getting a haircut. Oh, uh, it's it, let's get on Zoom. And it's like, no, we were not doing that before. Why are we doing it now? And, and it's the whole thing's weird. But that's that's my take, Tommy. What do you think? Um, ironic. I have two things to say about the Zoom thing. Ironically, COVID is showing how unimportant meetings really are. And I think we're going to come back into the office and, you know, obviously so many people are going to second guess when they set up that one hour meeting to strategize, you know, and um, all, all those buzzwords that I could probably use. The other thing I have to say about zoom meetings is uh, I, I do find it. um, I find the whole, uh, I, I guess the word I'm looking for is the the psychology of all the, the the Zoom meeting is really interesting because number one, it's been proven that it's not that safe. Have you guys been hearing about the hacking, the Zoom hacking? Oh yeah, Zoom itself is is like trash. Yeah, <laughs> it really but, is. And, people and, jerking and, off apparently. Yeah, like coming into <laughs> meetings and just being like, "Oh hey, what's up?" But um, no, that's legit a thing, Alex. I, I know. I'm okay, well okay. aware, and it's. It's if anything, you're proving my point. Like, why do we have to be? Why is Zoom? Why is the Zoom boom a thing? The Zoom boom is amazing, by the way. Um, Thank you. I wish I would have bought stock in it. That's for sure. 
but <laughs> you did buy stock in it. Should you continue or should I tell you this side note? It's about that. Go ahead. Tell me real quick. Okay. So I don't remember what the exact tickers are. Don't quote me. But people are so stupid that when, when this whole thing happened, true, true or false, you guys both heard from a zillion different people, oh, Zoom stock is going crazy. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. nobody knows actually anything about the stock market. But uh, people were buying the wrong ticker. <laughs> they were literally buying a company that had enough. They typed Zoom into TD Ameritrade and they're like, oh, this must be that company. They li- that company came out and was like, listen, just so you know, we're not Zoom. Why did they come out and say that? They shouldn't have. But it, it, it's so ridiculous. People are – That's it's the whole idea of like trends and fads and like jump on the bandwagon. You know, I got to do this too. That's what gets me so riled up about this stuff. So my, my little tangent there, Tommy, yeah, their actual stock also did well and is still doing well. But it's like people were so stupid and quick to jump on the bandwagon that they boosted – these poor investors' money, and they're like, wait, this is unnatural. This shouldn't be happening. It's the equivalent of uneducated uh, people reading um, titles of articles and not actually clicking on the article to read them. They just they just look at the thing and they go, oh, did you hear blah, 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 which I honestly am pretty guilty of doing that often, but I only do it for, for things that I know. Like, I'm not going to, like, read... Trump decides to do this and then be like, did you hear that this is happening? You know? Yeah. <laughs> From CNN. From Satan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did you hear Trump actually is the devil? <laughs> did you? CNN said so. <laughs> so I'm um, my church. <laughs> oh, the, so I wanted to bring this back to Zoom real quick. Um, I find it very fascinating, the psychology, because there's always that one person that facilitates and is like, ask questions to each person in the Zoom meeting. You know, and then you it's like it just within two minutes of the meeting, you kind of fall into your place. Are you going to be the person that's facilitating the talking or are you going to be the person that's just kind of sitting there going, when's this going to be over? (laughs) You know, and I'm always that person. You know what? I I feel like I need to do everybody a public service because most people don't know this who have I'm on Zoom literally 40 percent of the day every single day for work. And everybody needs to understand if you do not mute your microphone and nobody is sharing their screen, if you're making any sound at all, you are being displayed. Yeah. So, you know, whenever you think you're anonymous and there's like 20 people in there, mm-hmm. if you're making sound, it is magnifying you. Yeah. <laughs> so shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> no, it, it's just so fun. I love watching all these people who clearly don't understand the technology and they're like doing weird shit. And I'm like, oh, I have that oh, vicarious idiot. embarrassment. Oh, yeah. It's real bad. Yeah. It's real bad. So to um, continue uh, all the way back to what we're actually talking about, phone calls, <laughs> I uh, I love phone calls. I'll choose a phone call over a text any day. It, I don't care how trivial the text is going to be. Just hearing somebody's voice just makes me feel more human. And and Alex, I'm sorry. I know how much you hate phone calls. I think I get a freebie because I'm your best friend. I will call you. You do, you bastard. You can call me all you want, and (laughs) I I can't say anything about it because I I don't want you to feel that way. And I also want you to understand I have that – you know me. Like I have that human component of me. Like I can't stand – actually, Kurtz might know even more than you. Like I I detest – the digital substitute for that it's just it's when it's something that's quick and like does not 
need a phone call. And, and no joke, I'll I'll even say by name, and he he won't mind this at all. So very good friend of ours, uh, Tyler Pico. Oh, sponsor of Craft Heads Podcast. Exactly. I will not say anything else. Remember, everybody, there's a big surprise coming on episode 100 of Craft Heads Podcast, so be ready for that. But he helped me facilitate it because he happens to excel in this area. And all I wanted to do was uh, make a purchase, basically. And to me, that entails no phone calls. It's, I have money, I need something, tell me where to do it, and I'm going to do that. And, and we wound up, it's not even necessarily uh, the, the conversations that I was going to have with Tyler. It, I was going to have to talk to the vendor and all this other stuff. And I, and I just, I actually leveled with him because, because I love him and I respect him. I was like, I'm not going to call this person. <laughs> I said, e- either do that for me or I'm, I'm going to have to go on a different platform because like, I just don't, I don't want to talk about this. I know what I need. I just want to place an order. So and and we we had like a quick heart to heart the same way I randomly by text coincidentally Tommy mm-hmm. did with you the other day and it's it's just like if it can be substituted for something quick especially if you're really busy during the day which oddly I am nowadays it's a nice thing but if you just want to call and chat anybody can call me mm-hmm. I will talk to you hey, anybody listening to this podcast <laughs> if you want to talk to me. Let me know, and I'll call you. Especially if they're a patron. If you're not a patron, he'll have to double guess or double check. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll flip a coin. Exactly. <laughs> Kurtz, what about you? Do you like to have, like, we might be different, because you and I have very long conversations somewhat frequently. You know, like a couple times a month. We'll be on the phone for an hour plus. Um, I would say no, typically. But when it comes to, you know, you, my parents, um, you know, Kelly and I, if we're not in the same place for whatever reason, if it's somebody close to me that I don't, you know, see daily or weekly or whatever, I like talking for, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, nothing more, nothing past that. But mm-hmm. in my day-to-day life, I definitely prefer text over everything. Honestly, I think you and I are real similar in that way. And, and that's why... I wasn't sitting there like, oh, I need to get off the phone. I, matter of fact, I love whenever I get off the phone with you and I'm like, what the fuck? An hour and 30 minutes? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Usually I'm just like pacing around my living room because that's what I do whenever I'm on the phone. I'm, I'm pacing. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd a become a pacer as well for sure, especially yeah. when I'm having like an important phone call or like a very deep yes. phone call or something. Yeah. Yes. It just ends up happening and then I look around and I'm like, I think I've done – I've lapped this room 14 times. What the hell? Yeah, you know, actually that's a good, <laughs> that's a good point, Tommy. It has to either be important – or deep or whatever, because like Kurtz, when I talked to you this morning, I was actually I think I was sitting most of the time, but I I can't even tell you. And uh, actually, you were there one time at least, Kurtz. But at my last at my apartment, uh, Tommy, you know how like the the dining room or not dining room, the living room and the kitchen and like that hallway area, it it made a loop. <laughs> and whenever I would get on a long phone call. Dude, I'm I'm making a hundred laps around that whole thing the whole time. I, Burning that was calories. Just my thing. Yeah, it, it, it's good. Oh, uh, you but, guys have been to my place in Tampa, right? The Camden yeah. Apartments. Yeah, of dude, I go around that pond like thirty times on a phone call. Yours is amazing. <laughs> you can also go out on January first, and it's like eighty degrees outside, so it's a little bit different, which is amazing. Dude, I burn but, like I burn like three hundred calories on our phone call this morning. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's God. I'm so jealous. But yeah, it's I, this. The, the point of this topic was not to shit on phone calls. If anything, I think it's very important to keep doing that. I just want to make sure people are doing it for the right reasons. Whenever you're calling to talk to a family member, a friend, or God forbid, a coworker, <laughs> make sure that it needs to be a phone call. I mean, there is. Every, why is it that everybody groans and rolls their eyes and shrugs their shoulders whenever they're like, oh, that that meeting should have been a, an email? Like, somebody do something about it. Be, yeah. be that change. Make this, – this is going to be a different world when we get back after this pandemic. And, Tommy, I, coming back to what you said earlier, I like, it, I like what you said. I hope, I hope people are – they they sort of second guess. Oh shit! Do I actually want to send this meeting, or do I want to schedule it for an hour? Like, yeah. be that person that schedules a fifteen minute meeting. I do it all the time. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, yeah. respect other people's time and just be like, they don't want to sit here for an hour. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, man. My default now, whenever I have a new client or you know somebody that's trying to get used to how I work with Brick Media, normally clients and you know new projects I'm working on, my default meeting is fifteen minutes. I used to oh, schedule nice. 30 minutes by default, and now I just send them a thing that says 15-minute touch base, and that's kind of my standard check-in now. So That's yeah. amazing. And, and on the flip side of things, anybody who says they don't have 15 minutes is full of shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's where the beauty of it comes in. If somebody tells me, I don't have time to meet with you for an hour today, <laughs> I can't second-guess that. That's mm-hmm. completely legit. But it's like 15 minutes – Especially if you're actually interested and we can help each other, that is different, you know. So, I've never, I've never had a 15 minute um, meeting on my schedule that I was afraid of. Like anytime I see a 15 minute schedule, they're very un, you know, it's unobtrusive. So I always, exactly. like, yeah, yeah it's 15 minutes, whatever. That's a really good call, and, and, and even if it's like scheduled for a half an hour, I love whenever meetings run under and people start. They're like, hey, probably not going to need the whole time. We have it slated. Let's go. You know, that kind of thing. That's really nice. But one thing that kind of came up in my mind as you were talking was I know for me personally, I don't like to send long texts. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can do that. Yeah. So like when I'm in the midst of my day, like and somebody sends me something really long or, you know, I'm in a conversation with somebody via text. I don't like to go back and forth a bunch over text. So like I'll send them quick little things and I almost feel like I'm like half assing the conversation. So sometimes I almost feel like I like owe them a phone call because like I need to kind of fully catch up with them and fully wow. explain things. Kurtz, way to hit that on the head. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's something interesting. Kurtz, I would say you're a hair of an, of an anomaly, but by the same token, you're way busier because you have your own business. Tommy, I will tell you this right now, and I'll stand by it. You would feel differently if your work computer were a Mac. And this is not a com- this is not a commercial for Max. Fuck Apple. Okay. Actually, I love Apple. I own stock in them. But the fact that I have iMessage on my computer allows me to mix personal and business, and I can type really fast. And mm-hmm. sometimes that results in really long, you know, texts. Mm-hmm. And to you on an iPhone, you're like Jesus. Like, so what true. was this guy doing? And yeah. I'm like, no, that that literally took me ten seconds. Yeah. So that is one place. Again, I'm I'm on one side of the spectrum where I'm like. Uh, I prefer texts when possible. Plus, I have a work and personal computer. Uh, Kurtz prefers texts, but will also call and sometimes wants to like really give a text due diligence. And then you have Tommy. You have a Windows work computer. 
plus you prefer phone calls. So we're like all over the spectrum here. Yeah. yeah. I think I also, I, I also like never have my phone on me. Like, you guys, I mean, I really don't. There's, there's several times throughout the day where I'll look around and I'll go, where's my phone? And I'll have to trace back two hours ago. I placed it down in, in a room and I have to like go back to it. That happens to me at least once a day, sometimes twice a day. And I'm like, yeah. and yeah. that's why all my friends always like, Tommy's the worst texter. And I'm like, it's not that. It's just, I have other things that I want to be doing. So if somebody calls me a bad texter, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, stroke my ego. <laughs> I love hearing that. No, I'm, I'm, I don't get that often because I, I'm, I text a lot, but I miss a lot of calls. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, <laughs> all right. Take a hint. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> no, I literally say in my head, I'm like, it wasn't fucking convenient for me at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow, this is coming all the way down to, I think, the crux of my message. When you send somebody a text, you give them the luxury of responding at their convenience. (laughs) It's very non-intrusive. And it's like, this is going to sound really weird, unless it's A, a super close family or friend, uh, an emergency, or time sensitive. One of those three criteria. And it's not like I go through this crazy thing every time I make a call. Trust me, I don't. It's like, it's subconscious to me. Uh, th- those three questions. And then, I, and then if it doesn't meet those criteria, I'll shoot them a text and be like, do you have a minute to chat? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or whatever, five minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is. But I usually do that first. And I swear to God that this isn't just something that happened naturally over time. I've had a couple of jobs uh, most specifically, my my uh, my last white collar corporate job prior to Brick Media, I had somebody who called me all the fucking time, and I I hated him. I'll, I'll say that I actually hated him because of his his uh, his working the way that he worked and called and everything. He literally ruined phone calls for me. Tommy, it, you'll both appreciate this, but Tommy for sure. Don't call my phone with that fuck shit. <laughs> <laughs> to, to quote Wiz Khalifa, unless you're hand on fire, don't call my phone with that fuck shit. It's like, have the, especially... They made about money. Yeah. Have the, have the courtesy, <laughs> just message me. Be like, hey, do you got a minute? And it's like, yeah, I'll talk to you. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to do that. Whereas, like, if somebody's really busy or, I don't know, in a bad mood, whatever the hell, people have different circumstances... Shoot them a note. That does not mean everybody needs to text me before you call. You heard my free criteria. I got it all off my chest. I feel so much better about this. (laughs) I'm happy for you. Thank you. (laughs) I'm happy for you too, but uh, I can't adhere to your rules. I'm going to be calling you at horrible hours most of the time. Well, you're a fucker and you fall into my three criteria. You have carte blanche. Like you literally – I also – at the end of my text the other day, I was like, I don't ever want you to – second guess calling your best friend like that's yeah. that's fucked up that would make me shitty yeah and it would. i don't ever want that to happen yeah. so. and for the record if anybody ever gets a text from me that's more than three lines i did it on my macbook <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah yeah that's that's true for me too i mean i i am a big texter but you will notice a difference and if we somehow had some magical study that we could show you would look at my text on mac versus my iphone and there's a huge discrepancy Hundred so. percent. I'll say yep. if you get more than three lines from me, it's because you're very special. <laughs> Either that or you fucked up. Yeah. Can we talk about voicemails? 
Sure. Uh, voicemails literally should not be a thing. Tom leaves voicemails. Unless you're calling from an unidentified number and you have a valid reason to be calling that person, in which that's a very good reason to leave a voicemail, especially if like you get the fuck you button, which I do all the time <laughs> on unknown numbers. Leave. I always say, if it's important, they'll leave me a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yep. What do you think, Tommy? I I agree with you guys. I don't think that they need to exist anymore. I use them more for comedic purposes than anything. Oh, yeah, that's different. That's different. Yeah. How, how, listen, how about when you get a call from a colleague, notably my the the old person I was telling you about that I worked with, you get a voicemail. Hi, it's so-and-so. Call me. <laughs> yeah, hey, no. I hope you die for for making me delete this voicemail. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I, I got Oof. I got news for you, Al. What? So, um, I, my dad has uh, set a new standard for when I call him. He's like, I call him, and if he doesn't answer, I just expect him to call me back because he sees he has a missed call, and he just right. says, "No, if you if you need me to call you back, you'll leave me a message." So my dad's like way out of hold the spectrum. On, hold on, your dad's in the family criteria. <laughs> yeah. Again, I, I, there is a method to my madness. It's not just like all willy-nilly weird rules. Like, it all makes sense to me, at least. Mm-hmm. So Texting, in my opinion, is the new voicemail. Yeah, that's... A, yeah, Kurt, that's I couldn't true. have said it better, dude. It's like, voicemail became insanely irrelevant the second that texting became a thing. You know what I mean? And if, like, you're on some old archaic system where you can't text a customer or a client or whatever or email them, then... What the fuck are you doing? So you need to catch up, not the other person. So yeah, I think Tom. I think you left me a voicemail for something in the past like six months. I can't. I congratulated you for something recently. I think it was my engagement. Probably. Yeah, I'll have to go back and look. (laughs) I love funny voicemails. Alex, you should edit. Alex, you should edit in Tom's voicemail to me at the end of the podcast. I'd be happy to do that. That'd be that'd be amazing. I'll timestamp it and everything. There's there's actually when I leave voicemails these days I actually hit the star button at the end of them so I can re-listen to make sure they're worthy enough of a laugh and then if they're not then I just turn them off and I'm just like I'll text them it's cool. I didn't nice. even know you could do that with the star button. I'm pretty sure it's yeah it's like leave a voice message at the end and it says like hit you know star to end or hang up the phone. Oh my. I I, I have the ultimate digitized. Uh, convenience experience because with with T-Mobile or at least on my plan, yeah, when yeah, somebody yeah. leaves me a voicemail, yeah, yeah. it it does a uh, a talk to text and it transcribes the voicemail. So wow. I don't even have to listen to it. And I'll if it's if it's important, it usually does a pretty good job. Sometimes like it has a hard time transcribing things like Swarbachev, but you know I'll get the gist of a message. But if it's it's really nice whenever I get a voicemail from some fucking spam number and then I can see a bunch of jibber-jabber or it says press one or two to what, you know, and I can tell it's just utter shit. What about so, the one that I left you when I was playing RE3 the other day, Al? Oh, I don't remember, man. It was it was about the fucking hunters in this fucking yes! hospital. <laughs> That's right. Yes, that was amazing. I Actually, I will, I'll try and somehow find a way to to include that in the podcast consumable area but yeah he sent he, he was complaining about resident evil 3 and it had like little asterisks covering up the fucks it was amazing that's awesome it was, yeah it was great 
So there we go. We've solved uh, more of the world's problems today, you guys. Hey, can we sneak peek uh, episode 100 on this episode? Are we going to peep it? Yeah, peep it. Like, do you? Is there anything you can uh, hint to us that'll make us come back for episode one hundred? E- yes, but I can't tell you the topic because the topic has to do with you being unprepared. Okay. So, basically, what I'll say is, come ready to think on your feet. Okay. And you got you have to think fairly deeply, fairly quickly. What uh what do you think the best way to prepare for that is? All right, I'll do my best. Think about what you really want out of life. Mhm. Okay. So I can tell you. All right. Kurtz, do you have any do you have any like a uh, food or drink prep that I could do to get me ready to go for Alex's barrage? Food or drink prep? I don't know, or meditation. What What do you do for before something like that? I drink a shit ton of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a man after my heart. So Good especially call. if you're not used to having coffee, just have a bunch of coffee beforehand, and it'll hit you that's like true. a train. He he's right. So that's that's the intellectual food for thought. But just so everybody knows, there's something else really cool happening on episode 100 that we've been I've, we've been talking it up for a couple episodes. Be ready for it. It's unrelated to the topic. And Al, I'm going to hopefully get to show you this before episode 100 for us to have a quick five-minute discussion on it as well. I'm I'm down, or we can have a whole – Tommy just showed me something. <laughs> if you want, and, and I think we're going to need more time for 100, we could have a whole episode on that on episode 101. Okay. Yeah, well, whenever I show you, you can decide if you think it will take more time or yeah, not. Yeah, I might be like, oh, whatever. Or I might be like, I need 10 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> you might, dude. So. You might. Hell yeah. I love it. Kurtz, thank Kurtz, you thank for you joining us. For joining it, us. I, is there, uh, is is there, there anything a, you want to... Anything? Oh! <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? I have I have separate tracks. I can cut all that shit out. Fuck you. I, I um, hope that... <laughs> I hope you don't. <laughs> Kurtz, do you want to plug any social media, website, any anything to get in touch with you, anywhere to whatever? I mean, this is this is standard practice for podcasting nowadays. Um, no, not really. I mean, if anybody wants to follow me, I feel like I'm the most active on Instagram. Just I am Jake Kurtz on there. And then, yeah, I don't really need to plug anything other than that. This is your guy's show. That's perfect. Hey, I, I'll I plug him. He's the marketing guru of Brick Media. There you go. Hey, that was unsolicited advertising. Fucking A, dude. Appreciate Wom. it. Way to do There's it. There's some WOM for you. There Hell we yeah. Go. WOM. Thank you, guys. Uh, cheers. I don't know what else you're doing. I'm going to have one more nightcap. It's only 9.06 on April 21st. I had to do the timestamp. I forgot. So <laughs> cheers, you guys. Uh, thanks again, Jake. And we'll see you next week or whenever the fuck we record. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Kurtz. Love you, man. Peace. Peace. Yo, Kurtz, I just saw on Instagram. Congratulations, buddy. I wanted to call you and congratulate you in voice rather than text. So uh, if you want to call me back again, if not, that's all all good, too. But um, really happy for you, man. And um, you got a great gal. So congrats again. And I'll talk to you soon.